This is Techonomist by Benjamin Johnson, a place of technology news as well as thoughtful opinion and analysis about how tech companies and the products they build are changing the way we live. You can subscribe to my weekly email at techonomist.email or you can follow along right here on your favourite podcast app. Twitter's unfulfilled potential. Now may be the time for Twitter to test new business models. November 9, 2020. Like many of the topics I've covered previously, I'm generally inspired by reading other analysts and industry commentators who are frankly much more adept at this than I am. This week, it was Professor Scott Galloway. Galloway teaches MBA students at NYU Stern, and is also known for his commentary on brands and the tech industry, which he's covered across a range of mediums, such as YouTube, blogs, and his debut novel, The Four. On Friday, Galloway's No Mercy, No Malice weekly email focused on Twitter, and broadly the view that their revenue growth is falling behind user growth. You can read Galloway's post in my email. Galloway has also had strong views about Dorsey's leadership, but that's not something I have any intention of worrying about here. I do, however, think Twitter is leaving money on the table, considering their mindshare with users. So I wanted to build on Galloway's piece and unpack why I think Twitter has unfulfilled potential. And with some changes to its product and business model, I think it could be a much larger earner than it is today. Now, before I start, I should caveat this commentary with the obvious. Twitter has built a fantastic business. It brought in $3.5 billion last year and it has 187 million daily active users. There are a few businesses bringing in that scale of revenue and an extremely select few who engage with that many active daily users. But when you think that Snap Inc's market capitalization is double that of Twitter and Facebook's is around 25 times larger, you can start to see why I think Twitter's investors could feel a little bit disappointed thus far. Twitter celebrates its 14th birthday this year and in recent years, it has become a key medium for social discourse. The 2020 US election is a perfect example of where Twitter's speed and aggregation brought the public, media, and politicians into a central place to share updates and debate outcomes. Twitter outpaces any platform in being first with the news, which does risk the spread of misinformation. But again, that's a different topic, which other writers are better placed to cover. Twitter's business model is simple and mirrors that of its peers in Facebook and Snapchat. Bring in as many active users to the platform as often as possible and sell advertising contextually into the newsfeed. This is the social media business model, and the task is to be the most attractive place for advertisers to spend their fixed ad budgets. Broadly, Twitter is about where you would expect them to be here, bringing in 20 US dollars per annum for every daily active user. This is double what the nine-year-old Snapchat earns per user while the 16-year-old Facebook, with two key advertising assets, Facebook and Instagram, earns $47 per annum for each active user. However, what is worrying for Twitter is the trend line. As they grow active users on the platform, they're struggling to maintain their revenue per user ratio. In 2018, Twitter earned $24.50 per annum for its users. Now it's $20, an 18% drop in marginal returns. While you might be tempted to put this down to the pandemic, Facebook and Snapchat grew marginal returns on their users by 29% in 
and 70% respectively in the same period. So what are the reasons why Twitter might be struggling to keep up with its peers and revenue growth? Well, for me, there are a few things that stand out. First, Twitter knows less about its users. Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat have become deeply personal platforms. Users are inclined to share much more about their lives than they might on Twitter. While Instagram and Snapchat are places to share video of family life, time with friends, and holiday content, Twitter has become a place to follow news publications, track business and sports news, and broadly remain relatively anonymous should you want to. The less Twitter knows about its users, the less targeted and effective its ad platform can be. Secondly, they've let others win video. Twitter has made over 50 acquisitions in its lifetime, a number of them related to video experiences and video infrastructure, with one notable purchase being that of Vine in 2012. Vine, which set Twitter back $30 million, was a short video looping app which had the opportunity to capture the market for short attention span video. Twitter shut Vine down in 2017 after losing market share to Snapchat and Instagram. That same year, ByteDance launched a product called TikTok, a 3 to 15 second video looping app, which now has 850 million active users. Video has proven to be an attractive medium to keeping users on the platform, and advertisers love it, as they can tell more compelling stories than in static text and photos. And the third relates to Twitter's advertising infrastructure. On Twitter's Q3 earnings call, they disappointed investors with further delays on their planned improvements for their ad platform. Quoting the Financial Times, Twitter's investors have become used to hearing about its long-promised upgrade to its advertising system, called MAP, or MAP, which it has been trying to rebuild for more than a year. That update was delayed until well into 2021 on Thursday due to Apple's plans to tighten the iPhone's restrictions on ad tracking, end quote. The view amongst the industry is that Twitter's advertising system has fallen behind that of its rivals. Considering this is fundamental to driving revenue, this is rightfully a little worrying. A new business model. Now, it should be said the financial fundamentals of Twitter's business are in very sound shape. It's profitable. It has over $2 billion in the bank. Its current ratio is 4.5 and they've spent over $600 billion in R&D so far this year. Despite all of that, its market cap is the same today as it was in December 2013, and that comes down to the market looking for Twitter to derive more value from its users. I think there are some great opportunities for Twitter to realize more value from the business it has built. Back in July, Dorsey shared with analysts that Twitter is exploring a subscription model to complement its ads business. But sadly, nothing was mentioned on the Q3 earnings call, so it feels unlikely that major progress has been made here. As a user of Twitter for many years, the platform has no reason to ask for my credit card details. But I could see a few use cases which would warrant Twitter deriving income directly from me. First is media bundles. Many users of the app rely on Twitter to discover and consume news. However, Twitter is simply allowing outlets like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal to post organically on the platform and have users leave their timeline to read content. Much like Apple is built with News Plus, why doesn't Twitter explore media subscriptions and become an agent to sell paid content? This could branch out into other created-to-consumer mediums as well, as platforms like Substack, 
where this newsletter is published, are allowing writers to sell newsletter subscriptions directly to readers. You can't help but think this could happen on Twitter. It's a key source of reader acquisition. Why not bring provisioning into the platform as well? Meanwhile, Zoom, the video conferencing app, which has scooped up millions of new users during the pandemic, is in the process of launching paid-for digital events. Industry conferences and music gigs are all likely to be ticketed events by Zoom very soon. Again, this feels like a really rich opportunity for Twitter, where so many live events are promoted and discussed in real time. There's no doubt that fundamentally changing or adding new business models is hard, and it comes with risk around spoiling parts of the user experience, which has brought nearly 200 million users to Twitter in the first place. But as Twitter lags behind its rivals in revenue growth and shareholder return stagnates, now feels like the time to explore new ideas. Thank you.